um, feel good. Also, you know, going to these other countries where food is not, you know, a, a very easy thing to come by and being the other, like the biggest person there, it's really convicting for me. So um, that's another reason why I just kind of want to, you know, not be as big as I am for me right now working out and things like that is to lose weight not necessarily since know, May strong. how much weight have you lost I've lost about 25 welcome back to the building better people podcast this is your host Charlie Lima today I have Christian Jackson joining me on the podcast Christian is probably one of the busiest people that I have met he has so much going on and he finds time to work out and one of the really cool things that you're gonna hear about is he has lost 25 pounds since May when he signed up here at the gym. He signed up for the BCS Classic. He's so excited and it'll be his first competition. You're gonna love hearing his story today. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Christian Jackson. I'm 23, turning 24 next month, or not next month, next week. Um, And I'm currently a student at uh, Dallas Theological Seminary uh, studying the THM. Um, And I work for a company called Conifer. Healthcare Solutions, which is a company out of Dallas, um, and it's a nationwide company, and basically what I do for them is I do back-end programming for their clients' websites and things like that. Well, Christian, happy early birthday. Thank you. So you'll be 24 next week. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah, and BCS Classic next week. Yeah. What day is your yeah, birthday? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, so you said you go to DTS. Yes. And in, but I think I saw you posted in Houston. Yes, yes. So I have a scholarship um, that allows me to do um, half online, half Houston. Um, so I'm on the Houston campus this semester. And so maybe next semester I'll be on the Dallas campus or who knows um, but right now I'm on the Houston campus how often so, do you have to uh, every Monday I'll take classes um, on the Houston campus and then I'll drive um, a few weekends out of the semester um, for weekend classes as well so is it like a all day on Monday no not all day um, mid afternoon tonight so about starts at 4 to about 9 so you're driving back late yeah so I'm driving back where late. exactly is their campus um, it's right in the Galleria area so it takes about an hour and a half from College Station to get there. Um, so the first day was yesterday, so that was good. Uh, day one of the of the weekly grind. Um, That's so awesome. That'll be good. So you probably would never know this, and a lot of people wouldn't have either. I've taken one class, DTS. Um, Grace Bible Church was offering a. It, it was their course from Genesis to Revelation. Okay. And it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, pretty much just maybe Wednesday night. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but it was a legitimate like three hour class credit, you know? Um, And it just caught my attention. I I saw it on their bulletin. Actually, I saw it on their social media and uh, the teacher was phenomenal. And he gave us access to the videos and other classes that we, if we wanted to. And I, I mean, I remember sitting through that class thinking, man, this is fascinating. Yeah, it was really cool. I thought it was super cool. didn't take any more classes after that. <laughs> I actually did rewatch the class um, okay. on my own just because I had access to it. And you know, the first time you hear something, you're you get a lot of it. But I just loved kind of how he and he really unpacked the entire Bible. Right? Oh. It was from Genesis to Revelation, and I felt like it was a really good just overview and um, and just hearing somebody somebody teach on that was cool. So, For what sure. is your awesome. in DTS like? What is your specific path? Yeah. So it's the Master of Theology, um, which is the you know the program they're they're known for, and it's kind of the quote unquote the pastor degree. Um, and so what that does is 
uh, you're learning both Greek and Hebrew, and then you're just taking a variety of all the courses. And so originally I was going to do cross-cultural ministry um, degree with them, which um, was really kind of focused on the mission field, um, but kind of the more I grew in my walk and kind of just more I felt God was speaking to me of just um, potentially to do uh, a church plant one day or to be a part of a church or to pastor. And so to really just kind of have, um, I guess, that in my toolbox, those skills and that knowledge to have that. And so um, with the THM, I'm able to basically take the exact same classes that I would take for the cross-cultural What does the degree. THM stand for? Uh, Master of Theology. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what? when did that kind of start? Um, I guess that desire start yeah. to start. So uh, I went to Oklahoma State. Um, and so um, I was pretty new in my faith, or at least owning it as my own and kind of being mature and, you know, going to church because I wanted to, not because I'm having to go with my mom or anything like that. Um, and so my mentor, um, Dan Boone, I was talking to him of kind of, you know, how are you so wiser? You know, how do you get more wiser? You know, it's obviously it can't just be all Bible studies. Maybe it can. Um, but, you know, is there something that you did or that supplements that? And um, he started talking about seminary. Um, and I uh, said, you know, name your top seminaries. And he listed DTS as one of them. Um, and so just the more I looked into that and um, really just kind of fell in love with God's word and his plan and his purpose. Um and sharing the gospel, um, the more I realized that I wanted to have all the tools that I could have available um, and just try to, you know, better myself and equip myself that way I can better people and equip people as well um, with the um, best knowledge um, possible. You know, That's awesome. So you went to Oklahoma State undergrad? Yes. Yeah, so I graduated a uh, semester early uh, with a nonprofit management degree. And then moved here? Yes. Yeah, so How long ago? Uh, about two years. So I moved here. Um, very long story short, I started a, a mission organization called Why Not Missions. Um, and so the entire purpose I re- moved to College Station uh, is because College Station slash A&M sends out the most college-age missionaries. Um, and so I came here to recruit. Um, and our College Station is also really cheap to live. Um, and I knew a lot of people from camp. Um, I worked at T-Bar-M uh, down in New Braunfels. Um, and it's close to my uh, house in the Woodlands. Um, so it was really a good strategic move. So, uh, yeah, what is Why Not? Yeah, so Why Not is a uh, registered 501c3. Um, and so our mission is to make Christ known and able, enable, encourage, and equip the youth of underdeveloped and developing countries. Uh, that way they can make disciples in their own community. Um, and so how we do that is um, sport camps um, in Kenya, Haiti, and Zambia. Um, and actually just opened up an English school in October, last October, um, in Haiti. Um, so work with different churches in each country that we're in. Um, and really utilize the um, leaders that are in this church to really come alongside and partner with them and not just show up and say, hey, we're Americans. This is how we're going to do things. Um, but really just to use... Um, the people in the church and work with them. That way we can impact the youth and their community together. So um, last summer we had 2,500 kids um, and over 1,000 accepted Christ. So it was a really cool experience. So um, a lot of work. So that's part of the reason I'm just trying Dude, to... Dude, you yeah. threw that whole thing together? Yeah, so that's part of the reason I graduated early. Um, was to I started that at OSU um, in my nonprofit management class. We had to create a nonprofit um, and so from that nonprofit um, class, it was literally start to finish from a mission statement to a budget to a board. Um, and so from that, I realized, wow, this is actually really possible to do. Um, so you still early. have that whole nonprofit that you're yes. running? Yeah, and so it's you, still going. You also have a full-time job? Yes. And you're going to yeah. seminary school? Yeah, yeah it's a lot. And you're doing CrossFit. <laughs> 
Dude, that is amazing. You, I mean, obviously, you obviously have a lot going on, and you're having to manage your time really well. And so let's turn pages. That's really cool, by the way. Thanks for sharing that. I had no Thanks. idea. Um, let's turn pages now and kind of talk. There, there's two things I know I want to talk about because I've been watching you just train like a madman for BCS Classic <laughs> yeah. and, and really kind of trying to get better and prepared. And then on Saturday, I saw you power clean like 300 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was awesome. Um, so I definitely want to get to that. But let's start with where did that all start? Like this whole like working out story or desire to work out For or, sure. you know, push yourself. Yeah. Where does that come from? Um, so I grew up playing football um, all the way from Little League to college. So um, football was my identity for majority of my life of everything I did. Um, was for football, eat, sleep, breathe, football. Um, and so accepted a scholarship my senior year to a little school in Tennessee. Um, recruiters will tell you anything you want to hear in order to get you up there. So whenever I got up there, it was very, very different than what I expected and what I wanted. And so actually really ended up hating football um, and just kind of hating why I was there and just turned into somebody that I wasn't um, and really just kind of fell off, you know, of – complete 180 of where I'm at now. Um, and so I ended up transferring to Oklahoma State. Um, the whole reason I transferred to OSU um, was for football. Um, I had a spot on there as a walk-on. At least that's what I thought. Um, so again, there was no, I mean, yeah, they have good academics, but the whole goal was to go play football. So I got there, um, didn't make it, um, which was a huge shock. So now I'm at this huge school, 26,000 people, um, trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. Um, and then halfway through the season, they called me back. Hey, we want you to play. Um, didn't happen again. So I kind of hung up the cleats after that. And so uh, working out has always been a thing. And then it took me a while to kind of figure out, okay, you don't have to work out three times a day or four times a day. You know, you're not on a football schedule. And then whenever things with why not really started to take off, it kind of just took a break. Um, so it kind of got weaker, um, was not looking like I used to play football. And so um, it was really just kind of getting frustrated and was like, I need to get back into shape and, and to lift like I used to. Um, but also just to be in a competitive atmosphere. Um, so how I got involved with uh, CFCF um, was I was literally riding my bike because um, I live in the neighborhood like two minutes away. Um, and I saw this and I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And so I went in there and I just watched um, for maybe five minutes and talked to Ken um, and then I came to the free class Friday. Ken so, loves shout outs on the podcast. So <laughs> Ken, there's your shout out. So what how long ago was that? Uh, in May. And what do you remember what the workout was? No, I don't remember. I think the uh yeah, no, I don't I don't remember at all. How did you feel? Do you remember anything about the, like, first, the first workout? Week or so, yeah, the or? first week I was really confident. I was like, Oh, this is not gonna be bad, like I can do this and then slowly but surely it really started to show me like, Oh gosh, I have a a lot to work on, a lot to uh, to get better and not where I wanted to be. Um, and the competitive drive in me was really frustrated with, you know, I think I'm stronger than majority of the people. Um, and so whenever I'm just getting outworked, that was really frustrating and just, um, you know, having to work at it and get better, but also just take time. Um, and then, you know, humble, you know, learn of, you know, there's people that can do stuff better than you and that I'm not gonna be the best person out there. So. It's been a good learning experience. Yeah, I mean, really, really, you've been doing it, I guess, three months. Yeah. So so not a very long time. No. When did you decide that you wanted to do the competition? Um, I pretty much decided I was going to do the competition whenever it got announced. I had no yeah. idea what it was, but um, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I kind of 
whenever I first signed up, I thought it was going to be more lifting stuff because um, I did powerlifting in high school, so I didn't think that was going to be too big of an adjustment. Um, but yeah, just kind of something to look forward to to kind of have a goal of okay, let's you know not just go through the motions of. Um, you know, if you're going to compete in front of a lot of people, you don't want to go out there and get embarrassed um, or come in last place. So um, originally thought I was going to do the RX, um, you know, but then the more I started to learn about CrossFit and the gymnastic stuff and muscles up, so I was realized, you know, you know it's probably not the best idea um, to go do that straight out the gate. So I'll do that um, intermediate um, division this year. Yeah, so basically you have – now who's your partner? Um, his name is Josh Webb. He lives in San Antonio. He's actually Brandon Castro's uh, brother-in-law. Did Brandon hook you up with him? Yes. Sweet. Yeah. And y'all are doing what division? Intermediate. So you guys have one workout that you know so far? Yeah. And how's that one look for you? Uh, that one is much harder than I thought. <laughs> it's much I, – I did it. I can do it, but it is much harder. Um, so the first round, I'm not worried about. The second round, the forearms are on fire. Um, but I enjoy it. And it's really cool. that's the rope climb to yeah, bar. Yeah, rope climb to bar. So what are you most excited about the event? Um, I'm most excited about just seeing other people compete and competing um, with um, other people at the same division. Um, something I really like about CrossFit that's different than football um, is it doesn't really matter who you know or the connections or recruiting or how good your coach is. Um, it really just matters on if you can do the workout. You know, if it's the same work out across the board and you either have it or you don't um, and it's not um, you know oh well they have a much better nutrition um, person preparing their meals or their coach has been to the state championship 10 times so they know what they're doing or their quarterback is really good it's it's a competition within yourself um, so I really like that aspect of it do you um, at this moment like feel like you fully understand how the workouts are going to go, the day is going to go, like how many workouts you're going to do. Because it's all, I mean, again, I've been to a competition. We've obviously hosted this event. Yeah. But I'm looking at it through your lens right now. It's like you're almost like just throwing yourself into something you have no idea. No, I've I've been asking a lot of questions. I have no idea what to expect. Um, Part of the reason I've been working out so much is just trying to get my body used to working out multiple times a day. Um, because some people's like, oh, well, there's a two-hour break or there's a 30-minute break. So it's one of those of I don't really know. Um, just kind of go with the flow of it. Um, and then the workouts, um, I'm excited about it of kind of not really having that much time to prepare because that kind of takes the fun out of it if you've had two months to prepare because then it's, you, may not, you might not be as good as you think if you're able to become an expert at one workout that you've had time to prepare for for two months. So yeah. I like that aspect of kind of just last minute type stuff. What what have you been working on? So like I've seen you up here during open gym a lot, you know, you usually do class every day mm-hmm. and then you, how long, how much time have you committed? Yeah. So, um, I try to do two workouts a day. Um, so I try to, I'm actually like on a lunch break right now. So I've been using my yeah. lunch breaks for open gym, um, because I just enjoy it. Um, so I've really been trying to focus on just the gymnastics side of it. Um, I feel pretty good about um, the lifting side of it of with football, but just gymnastics and even just the technique side of rowing, um, which sounds really silly, but of I don't think I'm a good rower, and I think I, I have good cardio stamina, but you know I can do a lot better if I have the proper technique, but also kind of just focusing on my technique with a lot of stuff of realizing I am new to this and that I'm not as good as I think I am at it of there's people that are a lot better and have been doing this a lot longer. So to try to just learn um, what others are doing and how their technique helps them. 
And what what do you think has happened since you started adding the extra work in? Do you feel like you're getting better? Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm getting better. I feel much more confident um, about it, but I also feel like I'm I'm at a much more realistic mindset as far as oh, I've played football. I'm going to be the best one here. As far as I might be in the middle of the pack, might be in below the middle of the pack, uh, which I think is a healthy mindset to go into instead of just thinking. I'm the best one there. You know, I think no matter no matter what people go through that process, especially if they've ever had any bit of athleticism in, yeah. in their life, because if you think about it, you know, if you've played college football or you played college sports or you've been an athlete, you come into an environment like this and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I yeah, got this. Sure. I mean, it's working out, you yeah. know. But then when you understand the complexity of exactly. every single thing we do and the aerobic capacity component, which is like the thing that just sucks the life out of everyone. Yeah. And I think, you know, then you come to that. I think what you're saying, and, and you said earlier, is the humbling p- point, right? Where it's like, okay, this will take a while. Yeah, it takes time. You can't rush it. And it's, it's you know, it's so impressive when you see the CrossFit Games athletes yes. who just look like they don't get tired. Yeah. And when you do it here and you realize how hard they train, it kind of puts it all in perspective. Did you yeah. watch the CrossFit Games? I did, yeah. So I've become a huge CrossFit <laughs> fan. Um, my friends are probably super annoyed with me because it's like, oh, let's go work out or let's do this or let's watch a, a CrossFit competition game or something like that. So I'm definitely um, on the uh, on the juice, I guess, yeah, of the CrossFit drinking hype. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Drinking the Kool-Aid. So um, I'm loving it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and actually during the workouts, I'm like, this is not fun. I don't enjoy this. Um, but then after 30 seconds, I'm like, all right, let's do it again. So um, it's been really good for me. I really enjoy it. So do you have, have you looked at any of Rich Froning's stuff? I have, yeah. So I'm excited to see him. Um, excited to see how he warms up. You know, yeah. if he's a um, a big warm up guy, because that's something that I I don't necessarily enjoy um, yeah. warming up. I kind of just want to get right into it. I know that's not the best. I know it's best to warm up. Um, kind of again, just to learn kind of what he does and what is that um, process. Yeah, you'll like be able to him. see him. Yeah. <laughs> um, now let's talk about this power clean. So we did the fundraiser on Saturday, yeah, and we did the one rep max, and we tried to model it a lot like the games. Did mm-hmm. you watch that event? Yes. And so um, you, I, I, I know you're a strong, dude. But when I saw you power clean, first I think you did like two eighty five or two. I mean, it was how? What did you end at? I did the two ninety five clean. That was yeah. yeah. That wasn't bad, and oh, then I jumped, oh. and I didn't get the next one. I but I saw you do that, and I was like, man. So like, <laughs> is that like, has that always been there? Did that? Um, no, I don't think it's always been there. My freshman year and sophomore year of high school, I was extremely weak, um, to the point where like, it was actually like really frustrating of playing football at a big high school, being one of the weaker guys. Um, so I just stayed after school every day um, and worked out. Um, and then joined powerlifting, not even necessarily to compete, just to kind of do their workouts. So by the end of my senior year, I kind of jumped to the top, not the strongest guy, but one of the stronger ones, um, and was competing um, at the varsity level for powerlifting, so that was really cool. Um, And then in college, uh, my freshman year, I was pretty strong, Um, but then I didn't really lift like that after football, only because it, you know, not always the funnest thing to lift that much weight or to do those workouts to maintain that. So I'm trying to get back to where I was um, and to peak that um, or, you know, surpass where I was. So definitely hasn't always been there um, and not where I want to be. Do some of the strength workouts 
come a little bit easier to you. They do, yeah. yeah. And I'm actually I'm not a fan of the strength workouts as much as you know the cardio and running ones because I'm like, oh man, I like the high intensity, fast paced workouts. Yeah. Um, but they're definitely helpful. Um, the strength workouts. What were what type of workouts were you doing before you were doing before you started here? Yeah, so I was working out at Planet Fitness um, before. I've um, you know, I like the free weight section, which they didn't have. That's not a knock to them, at least not uh, this one in College Station. But um, I really like the uh, free weight sections and then just kind of doing that. So really not that much cardio. Um, running here and there. I play on the little uh, BCS soccer league, um, which is fun. So I enjoy that. But really just kind of doing like more muscle group specific workouts. Have you had to adjust your diet at all to I have, adapt yeah. to this? So I have. So I've been really trying to just focus on um, eating clean, you know, um, putting good in, getting good out. Um, but really just wanting to uh, lose weight. I actually weigh less than I did in high school, which is good. Um, That's awesome. Know, not having to, to bulk up or put on a crazy amount of weight for um, the season. So that's been good. So just want to kind of um, feel good. Also, you know, going to these other countries where food is not, you know, a, a very easy thing to come by and being the other, like the biggest person there, it's really convicting for me. So um, that's another reason why I just kind of want to, you know, not be as big as I am, you know. To so you down. have a desire to lose weight, right? Now. Yes. Yeah. So that's the main goal of, um, for me right now, I was working out and things like that is to lose weight, not necessarily. Since know, May, strong. how much weight have you lost? I've lost about 25. What? Yeah. Dude. So it's coming. It's coming. It's That's coming. amazing. Yeah. And so now, I think when people start, the the, the workouts obviously boost uh, calorie burn mm. and the strength building helps with metabolism yes. around the clock. And so... What are you entering into a point where you're just going to keep doing what you're doing, or are you going to kind of focus on some specific dietary goal? Yeah. Um, so I think um, I'm going to try to keep my diet the same um, as far as workouts. As much as I've been working out for the BCS, I'll probably cut back a little bit, um, only because I don't know how realistic that would be to do um, for a long term. Um, still, would probably try to work out two times uh, two times a day, but not necessarily. Not as, like you've. Been. Yeah, not like I've been. Because um, I am looking for kind of just a rest period for a little yeah. bit. Um, and then I think the uh, CrossFit Open is in October, right? I yeah. think so. So never done that. So that would be cool. And I'm excited to do that and just trying to see where I rank. Yeah, that would um, be kind of like the next thing. Yeah. And then a uh, little sneak peek. We're doing an in-house competition with CrossFit Aggieland. Oh, sweet. First of December. Okay. Which will kind of be another cool thing to train yeah. post-open or okay. during the Open for uh, that so that'll be cool. Yeah, so that'll be so I'm excited for those things. So I didn't know, so now I had to yeah. add that to the calendar. Well, and I think that's what makes it fun, kind of like what you're doing with BCS, is like kind of training for something. Yeah, kind of keeps you focused, mm -hmm. and that kind of keeps your nutrition dialed in for sure. What would be the most drastic change you've made nutritionally already? Um, I'm a huge sweet guy. I love sweets, candy, desserts that, you know, I could probably eat desserts uh, more so than the normal meal. Um, so I've been really trying to cut that out um, and doing the best I can. It's um, addicting. So it is. And I love it. And it's one of those, of, um, you know, I'm in uh, the Dubai mall uh, in March and I was there. And so it's in the world's biggest mall, or whatever. They have everything you could buy. I mean, literally the only thing I bought was candy and I, and I was so happy and, you know, I didn't feel any guilt about that, um, but really just trying to cut down um, my sweets and desserts, things like that. 
And so uh, have you done anything specifically for nutrition revolving workouts, like any kind of recovery or pre-workout? No, I've, I have, I take creatine and then um, the extend, I forgot yeah. what it's, I think it's called extend, but the I amino take amino acids. Yeah, the amino acids. Um, I don't take that as regularly. Um, so I, um, whenever I was first starting, I was doing that pretty often when I was in like the muscle specific groups, but I haven't been as consistent with it or as I should be. Um, but as far as just meals and things like that, just trying to, um, you know, really follow the, the pyramid, um, you know, and just eat as much um, vegetables as I can and fruit, um, not as much fruit, you know, because there's a lot of sugar, but proteins and just trying to eat clean, um, which actually helps the budget as well of not yeah. eating out. So that's yeah. been good. So now that you're into this kind of new, you're still, you know, I would consider you relatively young, you know, 23, 24. Do you view CrossFit as something you can do long term? Like, for a lifetime? I hope so. Yeah, I definitely don't think I'd be able to do it as intense as I have been. Um, but, you know, I think it's really cool with some of the people at the gym that work. I'm like, man, that is great. You know, I need to be able to do that um, to be able to maintain those workouts or do the same thing that they're doing at that age. So um, I would love to be able to do that um, for as long as I can because I just like to the variety of it, which is, you know, what CrossFit is of just its um it's different each day and it's different groups and you're moving the same thing and it's cardio as well and it's not just oh we're going to work biceps today or um just legs today so i really like that aspect yeah it of kind it. Of, it really has for me at least what it did was it just kind of made working out more of a sport yeah and and, and but it's not a sport for me because in the way that i don't compete but it's like a daily activity. Yeah. You know, so it's taking this thing that I was doing every day anyway, which is mm -hmm. working out, and now I'm turning it into something that's like fun and competitive yeah. and I'm pushing myself because when you do a sport, you push yourself harder. Exactly. And so it's, you know, and I started just a couple years ahead of where you're at. I was 26 years old, 37 now. And, okay. Um, and I've been able to keep doing it for, for as long as I have been and I love it. You know, I still love yeah. it today. I think what you learn as you get older is you kind of learn how to make it work for your life stage of for life, sure. you know? Yeah. And, and you have to, again, I think it's, it's a constant humility. Like mm -hmm. you're constantly having to humble yourself and recognize that like it, at the end of the day, it's not about how you do performance wise. Yeah. It's more about like, Hey, you're here because this makes you better out there yes and ultimately keeps you healthy and fit it, it does also keep your nutrition better right yeah. because you work out it does so kind of segue into the last question this is kind of what i close every podcast with okay. but you know you you came here in may maybe you knew this maybe you didn't but you obviously kind of have seen the signage we tag every instagram post building better people the podcast is named building better people mm -hmm. the heartbeat behind that is we believe that every person who comes here uh, is becoming a better version of themselves for sure and so for you how has that been true and what specific ways can you um, kind of say that that or is it true and then how yeah um, I think for me um, this summer was extremely um, valuable just to be surrounded with community um, of the people at the gym of um, people who like to work out um, and who aren't going to get annoyed with talking about working out um, and just being around similar like-minded people of, I think what's pretty cool to me, which I had no idea of just, um, the amount of people that are involved in ministry here at the gym and even just, um, you know, whenever I first toured the gym, the, I think it was like a Hillsong song that was playing and I was like, oh wow. And so, 
um, that was really cool and surprising to me and just kind of um, how faith is a huge part of this gym and what they're trying to do um, and that they're unashamed about that. So I love that aspect of it. Um, but also too, of just feel better, um, you know, of um, being able to say, yeah, I did that workout or I did the Murph or I did the, um, the DT workout. That's a, that's a grind. Um, just being able to do that kind of just builds um, self-confidence, but also seeing um, where people are in different stages of just, you know, if there's some people that are really, really good that it's able to say, hey, look where they're at. I'm going to try to get there um, and kind of just, um, you have people at every phase. So I really like that aspect. So it's definitely been true for me of just um, knowing I'm better than where I started, but I'm not to where I want to go. So, and that it's going to take time and it's not going to happen in six months, not going to happen in a year. Um, that's a process. And so I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.